emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dice. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. This is Wayne Braddock, 910 AM. Comedian Horace H.B. Sanders. What's up, H.B.? Hey, what's up, Michael? Hey, <laughs> you're a winner, boy. Look at you, right? You're thinking out loud now. Look at I just end with this. No matter where you go, that's where you'll be. <laughs> yes! And you're listening to this. And I'm thinking out loud with my guy, Mike Nimmons. Make sure you check them out every week on Thinking Out Loud Radio. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Featuring medical doctor and media personality, Dr. Victoria Dooley. You know, I'm a person of faith, and when I get depressed, I pray. That's my solution, and I'm able to come out of it. Why are there some individuals that are just are not able to come out of that depressed state? Is it because we've underestimated the impact of what it means to be depressed? Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. Well, Pastor Michael, as a physician and as a preacher's daughter, I will say that the African-American community relies too much solely on prayer or faith, but I think it's important for churches and pastors to get on board and accept and acknowledge that sometimes we need Prayer and. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It is the Father's Day edition. And as always, I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemes. You tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And as always, I'm excited that you have tuned in to this Father's Day edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you had a good father, or if you consider yourself to be a good father, then you should be happy to celebrate Father's Day. And if you if you consider yourself a good father, that also means somebody considers you to be a good father as well. And it's always good to celebrate uh, Father's Day. 
And, uh, and even though we celebrated on Sunday, uh, I believe it's so appropriate that we uh, dedicate this uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show to fathers. And I had a good father. I'm so happy to still have him in my life. And I'm dedicating this entire show to my dad. I truly appreciate him and all that he has done in my life. And again, and we've said it before. In earlier shows, if you want to know who the impetus is behind the Thinking Out Loud radio show, I have my father to thank for that. And you have my father to thank for that. He has been the driving and motivating force uh, in my life, and I appreciate him for that. Uh, so we are dedicating the entire edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show to my dad. Happy Father's Day. So, uh, again, we are uh, celebrating fathers on this show, but we're also celebrating uh, uh, another, well, fastly approaching another milestone accomplishment for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, which is our 50th show. And we've been talking about it for the past few weeks. And I'll just let you know that we are uh, excited about it. And we feel like this show is starting to gain a bit of momentum as we fastly approach our 50th show. We will be making an announcement probably on our 50th show that we're excited about and I know you're going to be excited to hear uh, so I'm excited about that and we're working on a new intro for the show that we're going to debut for our 50th show a lot of new and exciting things that we have coming up now our show is also available on Radio Public and on Spreaker and we're in queue for Spotify as well so Guys, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, you'll be able to listen, it to listen to it on a lot of different podcasting networks. It's already available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Spreaker, Podcast, Paradise, Podknife, uh, Stitcher. There's a whole... A a ton of them, a ton of ton of different apps and podcasting networks that are now hosting uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we are, we truly appreciate uh, uh, the the opportunity to uh, share our message on those different networks. So, um, if you are on those already, again, you can access them. Uh, on your tablet, on your computer, your smartphone, anywhere you are, uh, your yeah, your computer. If you're sitting down at a at your, your computer, you can um, pick up our show pretty you know, in a lot of different places. I'm not gonna say everywhere just yet, but uh, in a lot of different places, and uh, we're on five of the six major podcasting networks right now Spotify being the sixth and we're in queue for Spotify so keep we're keeping our fingers crossed hopefully we'll be on Spotify in the next couple months we'll definitely let you know when that happens in this Father's Day edition of Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be sharing with you an interview we recently had with Holly and Tamia Jackson, a mother and daughter dynamo. They have a powerful testimony that I believe is so apropos for Father's Day and, uh, and a, a testimony of how God is 
helping them and has helped them turn their tragedy into triumph. To me, as a recent high school grad, class of 2018, she's headed off to Rhode Island School of Design to be an animator. And work and her work was featured at the Detroit Institute of Arts, the DIA, as the first place winner in their art competition. Tamia painted a portrait of her sister, and she received an, uh, the highest honor of having her picture featured on DIA promotional posters that were given out, as well as featured in an exhibit at the DIA. And she is well on her way, I believe, to becoming a, a great professional artist. And her career goal is to become an animator. That's why she's going to Rhode Island School of Design. So um, we're excited about this interview that we have coming up. We've posted copies of the picture as well as pictures of Holly and Tamia and Holly's five other children on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. I'm excited about this interview and we definitely can't wait to share it with you. Also, remember, we've got a great thought of the week this week. I'm telling you guys, uh, this thought is in response to Jeff Sessions, Attorney Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General Jeff Sessions of this uh, these United States um, evoking a scripture uh, from one of the Pauline epistles about um, justifying the government's uh, separating children from their parents, this unjust immigrant immigration policy that's been levied by uh, the federal government. And so we decided to put a thought of the week together uh, as a response to Attorney Jeff Sessions uh, evoking one of the appalling epistles uh, to use to justify uh, this unjust immigration policy handed down by uh, th this um, Ooh, I don't know what to say. This bogus administration. We'll leave it at that. Always remember to follow our social media accounts for the show on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on uh, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at thinking at facebook.com slash thinking out loud radio show. That's facebook.com slash thinking out loud radio show always remember be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music tune in iHeartRadio Radio Public, Google Play Podknife, Pod Paradise Stitcher Spreaker, I think I covered them all, there might be a few more out there but uh, there are again a lot of places where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show what you thinking about? 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 We begin this week's What Are You Thinking About segment talking about the twisted and ridiculous immigration policy of this Trump administration. And because this is Father's Day, the Father's Day edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we feel it's important that we say a word about this. 
I personally believe it is a travesty that the Trump administration has undertaken separating immigrant children from their families and to have taken a step further and used the Bible as the basis for this unconscionable practice. For me, it evokes, it, it evokes memories of slavery. U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions said in a, a speech according to CNN, uh, Mr. Sessions said on Thursday, I would cite you to the Apostle Paul. And, he, and his clear and wise command in Romans 13 to obey the laws of the government because God has ordained the government for his purpose. A policy that can result in short-term separation of families is not unusual or unjustified. According to Yahoo last week, DHS announced that nearly 2,000 kids have been separated from their parents during a six-week six period Ending last month, many of those children are being held in juvenile detention centers. What an absolute misuse of power and authority. But, as you can see, this has become the norm of this administration to skirt the boundaries of free speech and to endanger the lives of hundreds of thousands of immigrants coming into this country for new opportunity. This is shameful. And the only thing biblical about any of this, as someone else put it, are the epic proportions of senselessness and unfairness that are being levied by this government. This is absolutely ridiculous and unconscionable. Where, where is the sympathy? Where is the compassion? Is this really who we are or is this really what we have become? My biggest problem with all of this is when is the leadership in the Republican Party going to speak out against this disgrace, this grave injustice being posed upon these undocumented immigrants? If these spineless Republicans allow this tyrant to continue his incessant raid on the office of president, they will rule the day come November when they had a chance to speak out. But they remain radio silent. The Paul Ryans, the Mitch McConnells, and many others who have become direct and indirect accessories to our country's own demise. What a sad state of affairs. Hmm. Well, stay tuned. We have a special thought of the week again in response to Attorney General Jeff Sessions' scripture to justify the government's actions against these millions of undocumented immigrants. And we've posted a very funny video on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Uh, we shared it. Um, we saw this a little bit early and thought it would be funny to post it on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. It is a video of a lady with uh, looks like a 10-gallon Weave on her head, a uh, huge weave with uh, gray streaks up the middle, black with gray streaks up the middle, uh, looking like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Way too much weave. It is unweavable. Uh, let me tell you, go. You gotta go there. You gotta go to Facebook.com/slash Thinking Out Loud Radio and check this video out. I'm telling you, we gotta have a little levity. It's always good to laugh. The Bible says laughter is good for the soul. So 
Go to Facebook.com slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Check the video out. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, we've been going back and forth with a friend of mine <laughs> who I saw the video with. And, man, she, <laughs> she <laughs> woo, let me tell you, that video is hilarious. It is hilarious. So check it out. So like she's leading praise and worship, you know. Uh, but um, I don't know about all that. Look, she's got glitter uh, or eyelashes. Uh, this big 10-gallon weed looking like Yosemite Sam. Let me tell you, this weave is hilarious. So um, just let me know what you think when you see it, when you see the video. And finally, by way of an announcement, I want to let you know that uh, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson will be in town on tomorrow, June the 20th at the main library, signing his new book, his 20th book entitled What the Truth Sounds Like. Uh, this is a great book I hear. I'm going to get my copy tomorrow and get it signed. Just want to let you all know that he's going to be in town. Um, just an amazing author, amazing um, intellectual uh, historian and all of that. Uh, just enjoy reading his books. Uh, have um, a lot of them and read just about all of them. The um, ones that I have. I haven't read all of his books, but I have read a considerable uh, few. And this is his 20th book. And I'm excited about the opportunity to see him tomorrow. He'll be lecturing and signing his new book, What the Truth Sounds Like. Just want to let you all know, it's going to be uh, 6 p.m. at the main library. We're going to post the information on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. You'll be able to check Dr. Michael Eric Dyson out. And if anybody knows me and follows the show, knows that um, I'm a big fan of his and uh, he's giving us a shout out on the show. You hear it all the time. And again, we truly appreciate him and the work that he is doing um, in uh, in uh, the black community. So check him out tomorrow, June 20th at the main library at 6 p.m. From 6 to 8 p.m. He'll be signing his new book entitled What the Truth Sounds Like. Inside. Vision. We're continuing with our discussion of our new book, Vision, in our virtual book club we're calling Inside Vision. And I hope you're enjoying this new segment. Again, our new book, Vision, is available everywhere books are sold online. Purchase your copy today. I believe this is our sixth installment of Inside Vision. Um, in today's Inside Vision segment, we're looking at Chapter 6, Clear Vision, page 129, where we talk about how you've got to see it before you see it. In other words, we talk about the art of visualization or the concept of visualization and how it's important that you visualize the success that you want to achieve. 
You know, you've got to begin to see it in your mind's eye. And seeing it in your mind's eye will cause you to move towards that goal in reality. A great example of this is the MSU Spartans, my Spartan dogs. When they won the Rose Bowl, I believe back in 2013. In the same year, January of, this, uh, well, January of 2012, I believe, uh, Coach D'Antonio took a recruiting trip to California <coughs> and visited the Rose Bowl where he recorded a motivational video for all of his players to eventually see. You see, he wanted his players to virtually uh, go to the place where he had already been. He said to them that we have the opportunity to get to this place. If you work hard and play hard and leave it all out on the field, you'll be rewarded with a trip to these hallowed grounds of college football lore. The interesting part about the discovery of this idea uh, of this visualization or this video for me was during the broadcast of the 100th Rose Bowl where the MSU Spartans were slated to play the Stanford Cardinals. The MSU Spartan football team have fully embraced the vision of their coach, Mark D'Antonio, and believe that they not only had a chance to get to the Rose Bowl, but they had as good a chance as their opponent at winning it all. And as fate would have it, their belief in their ability was all they needed because in a very competitive game against the Stanford Cardinal and a 50-yard defensive stand to stop the drive and Stanford's last attempt at a fourth and goal to win the game, they did indeed win the game and become the 100th winning college football team to win the Rose Bowl. We use this example in our book to emphasize the point of creative visualization. You have to see your dreams and visions even before they physically manifest themselves right before your eyes. Your visions and dreams have to start somewhere. And most of the time, they start right in our minds. Don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to see your visions. You know, I'm reminded of a quote by George Bernard Shaw that I love. He said, you see things and say why. I see things that never were and say why not. Inside vision. Inside vision. Inside vision. Inside vision. Well, I hope you enjoyed the sixth installment of our virtual book club we're calling Inside Vision. We want you to join in the discussion. So go out and purchase a copy of our new book, Vision. It's available everywhere books are sold online. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night. But when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with Holly and Tamia Jackson. I can't wait to share this powerful interview with you. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. 
Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings? Call Munchie! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington When you have the munchies, call Munchies! for a professional tax and bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Connect today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Task Connect, a tax service designed with you in mind. What's up, fam? It's Pastor Mike Nimmons of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to be empowered, if you want to be inspired, if you want to be motivated, if you want to be uplifted, then you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have great interviews, great guests, great discussion, and you empowered and inspired all in the same show. That's why you need to tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash thinking out loud radio or check out the podcast on apple podcast google play music tune in and now on iheart radio it's the best alternative to whatever you listening to guaranteed thinking out loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you miss the show Featuring candidate for state representative, District 9, Donald Stuckey. We want to know what should have been done regarding the Flint water crisis. The people in Flint are still without clean water. Something should have been done by now. My biggest problem is that the people responsible have not really been held accountable for that. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. Water is a human right, and that's the first value that we have to recognize. Water is a human right, and the people in Flint have been suffering for uh, for years now without clean water, and they were lied to by the governor. So, you know, um, so the, the governor should be held held responsible. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash the Vision Initiative 
and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. And you're locked into the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Don't go anywhere. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. All right, family, we are back on another very special VIP spotlight, as we like to call them, very inspirational spotlights. Uh, we, we have two uh, phenomenal women on the line with us on tonight, two phenomenal young ladies on the line uh, with us on tonight, and a mother and a daughter duo. Uh, Maya Angelo would definitely call them phenomenal women, uh, experienced tragedy, but has gradually turned it into triumph. Holly Jackson is a single mother who lost her husband tragically a few years ago but has continued to persevere with six children, Tamia being one of them, who is doing some noteworthy things of her own that we can't wait to share with you. We want to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to new friends of the show and old friends of mine, Holly and Tamia Jackson. Welcome to the show, Holly and Tamia. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We truly, truly appreciate you for being on the show with us on tonight. Uh, as I said in our intro, uh, I truly believe that you guys are two phenomenal women, and um, you are Holly, definitely being uh, the leader of the group, the mother uh, who has held it all together. Despite some tragic events that have taken place 
uh, in your life. Uh, I just want to uh, start there with our interview because I think it's so very important that people that are listening understand the context of um, of our interview and why you and uh, your daughter to me are such an inspiration. So, Holly, I want you to tell our listeners what happened uh, in your life uh, six years ago that changed it forever. Okay, well, um, my husband, Marcel, um, he was um, a phenomenal person, first of all. Let me just start there great man of God, um, strong leader in the household and also in the community as well. Um, very well known around not only the city and the state, but around the country as well as he um, had his own um, um, security company and, uh, you know, where he secured um, a lot of VIP artists, a lot of celebrities and um, and also uh, ran security for a lot of the venues here in the city of Detroit. So um, we were just coming up on um, 17 years of being married. Um, yeah, um, we got married at age 21. So it, it, it was we we had a long run in, you know, um, and uh, just having our sixth child um, January. 6, 2012. So um, at the time um, when he was tragically murdered, um, she was only five and a half months. So on this particular day, um, um, just like any other day, he um, said, okay, you know, I'm about to head downtown and go to work. And so he was doing security at one venue and another venue ended up needing extra security for a concert um, that they were having. So they called him to see can he send some of his employees over. And he said, well, instead of me doing that, why don't I just come work? So he went over there to work. Um, and um, there was some type of confrontation that happened between um, some of the um, patrons that were there. And um, at the end of the night when everyone was, uh, when they were shutting down and they were counting the money and the promoters were getting ready to pay the security and pay everyone out, um, these, uh, uh, I don't know, well, I guess I can call them young young men now. Um, they um, decided to come back around and, and just circle around the area and then they opened fire on everyone that was standing out there. So my husband, along with his partner, um, um, had got hit that night, and my um, husband's partner, uh, Wayne, actually had a bulletproof vest on, so he was protected by that. And um, so uh, Marcel was really about to leave and just come home because they were waiting to get payment, and, and he had just told some of the guys out there, he said, you know what, I'm just about to go home. I'll, I'll come down and get it tomorrow. So I remember it being really hot during that time. Um, for some reason, it seemed like summer started really early. So that particular day, I believe the weather was around 90 or close to 90, and it was very muggy. So I had my central air on in the house, and I just remember it being very cold. And, of course, I had my newborn. She was laying with me, and my phone had rung. And I saw my husband's number come up, and, you know, and that was nothing 
out of the ordinary. It was around 2 a.m., I believe, or a little bit after. And um, and so and so it was my husband's partner, and he said that Marcel got shot, and they're on their way to the hospital. And that right there mm. just changed everything. I just sat straight up in my bed like, okay, what just happened? You know, and I said, are you lying? Like, don't, 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 don't play with me and don't joke with me. And he said, no, Holly, listen, you're on our way to the hospital. So that right there started to change everything. I got um, my youngest one up, Aaliyah, the baby, and um, called my sister. She came and got me and we went to the hospital and he ended up passing away in surgery down there. Mm. Um, So that, it, it, it was very shocking and um uh you know of course the outcome we didn't expect you know um the hospital was filled with so many people my husband was also a part of of the community group Detroit 300 and Detroit 300 is a group that um um kind of helped within the community on trying to keep the peace trying to help the police department find those who are wanted for several different crimes and everything. So Mm -hmm. we had them down there, large security team down there. And, and and it was just, um, um, a lot to deal with at the time. So I took my baby at that time, came home to tell my children, which was one of the hardest things that I could ever do. Cause at that time, the oldest one was just, um, uh, my oldest child was just 15 and she wasn't even, uh, no, she was six, 16 years old. So my oldest was 16. So I got a six, 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, uh, Tamia, who is also a twin. Her and her twin brother had just turned 12 that year. Um, my daughter, Gwendolyn, was five, and Aaliyah was five and a half months. So at that time, I'm 38 years old, and I'm like, I have these six children aging from 16 to five and a half months, and here it is. I'm by myself in this just mm. me and them. So people would come to me um, throughout that time, and I remember on that day they, coming to me, what can I do, what can I do? And all I could just say is is uh, pray because I knew at that time I was not able to do that for myself. So I needed that. And we had the my, my church community, Greater Grace Temple, um, pastor, um, family, friends, um, um, members of the Nation of Islam, um, people in the community, um, just people everywhere surrounded us with a bunch of love, prayer, and everything. And I just decided that I just have to take it one step at a time. It took a minute for me to really sit and realize, okay, you know, I mean, I have two two choices either either to keep going or, you know, or just let it all, all fall apart. And Marcel knew the type of person that I was and me knowing the type of person that he was, I wasn't going to let that happen. So I needed to continue to do what I knew, what, what we were trying to build on and the empire that we were trying to build on. And I knew that we needed to continue to move and keep pushing. And I needed to continue that legacy and to continue building and making sure that my children will be great people in this world and they can be an inspiration to to other families and to other children 
in this world, and we can take this tragedy and turn it around to something that's positive. So that's that that's what it is, and that's where we're here right now, you know. Wow. What a tremendous story, and uh, I have to say that you have been doing just that persevering and and um and moving forward and uh you exemplify so much courage and uh tenacity uh to uh continue uh the legacy that your husband left behind with uh your six children and i just think it's remarkable um you know what you're doing and how you are continuing to um Remember your husband, you know, I know it's not something that you can ever get over, uh, but uh, I'm sure each day probably gets better and better. Um, you, I'm, you probably have some good days and you certainly have some bad days. But uh, one thing I, I can say just by observing you and your family, uh, I can definitely tell that uh, God is blessing you. Uh, in spite of and in, and you're and uh, you're able and have been able to turn this tragedy into uh, triumph. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, um, so so let's let's bring Tamia in um, into the conversation because your mom said you were about twelve years old when your father passed. So. You were, and, and you are, that was six years ago, and you're 17 years old now. Um, so you remember, you're, you were old enough to remember times with your father. So I want you to share with us uh, some memories uh, of, of your dad. And I want you to also talk about life without your father. Uh you know, six years ago, six years now, six years later, um, and what has what 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 um have you learned from all of this? How and how you've been able uh, to uh, to to get by, or uh, really to um, get to this point, so to speak? Okay, um, so I remember my father. He um, was a tremendous man. He was a loving father. He um, one of the best people you can ask for. I remember he was so funny. Uh, he always had us laughing, um, especially, like, uh, there were so many of us kids. Um, I remember sometimes we would play, like, competitions against each other for money anytime he would do that. Um, like, I do remember him working a lot, but, like, um, I was still old enough to know that he was working for the family and everything. But, um, like, uh really his humor and like his love and positivity and his um strive for helping people um is really um the things I remember about him which is something I really appreciate and I really love about him so um life without him it was um it definitely has been difficult um you know uh as my mom said it's six of us, um, and I have a twin brother, and I know it's been hard on him. He's the only male in the house. Um, so I know that's also been hard on him. And with me, um, you know, I've just, 
I developed, like, a lot of emotions because um, I was 12 at the time, and I was going through, like, you know, my adolescent stage. So um, that's when, like, emotions really started coming through. And um, I just remember feeling, like, mostly anger and sadness, especially, um, like I said, I was young, so I didn't understand fully um, about uh religion and relying on God for certain things like that because when you're young like that you don't really you don't really know what to go uh, to so um, it definitely was hard especially because you know all my uh, other friends like you know they still have their fathers or um, at least some people like even if um, parents got divorced they still have both parents and um, I always just told them at least be grateful that they have both parents you know, one, like, you don't see as often, at least you both have, like, you have both of them, so um, you need to really appreciate your family. So, um, as I said, I went through a lot of emotions, and, um, yeah, uh, yeah, um, when uh, I started watching a lot of, um, I watched a lot of TV a lot more, and I started watching a lot of, like, animations and stuff, like, um, anime and, like, a lot of Disney stuff, and Mm -hmm. um, it got me into drawing, really, because I just thought it was cool the way, like, the characters looked and stuff, so I thought um, maybe I can try to draw it, because I've always loved drawing in general, but um, in that time, uh, drawing was, like, it was like a form of therapy for me. Um, just, and then watching the animations, and it was a form of therapy for me, and I really enjoyed it, and I still enjoy it. So um, that's what really got me into art, and I'm just really grateful that I found something that helped me, which is why I still do art, and I want to get into animations and film and stuff so I can, like, I know not everyone's going to have my um, story, but if my animations and art can help people in any shape, way, or form, then, like, that's really the goal because it helped me, and I want to help anyone. Even if they have their whole family, um, they're living a happy life. Uh, Disney movies still make anyone uh, smile and happy, So, and beautiful works of art still make people very happy and smile. So that's what I really want to do with my art. And, um, yeah. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hi, I'm Michael Nimmons, Executive Director of the Vision Initiative, a nonprofit organization designed to give inner city and urban youth a new vision for themselves through mentorship programs, empowerment sessions, scholarships, and much more. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash The Vision Initiative and find out how to donate and become a mentor or volunteer. The Vision Initiative, opening the eyes of today's youth to new possibilities. Come join the vision. It's 
their birthday and need a gift for that special someone, then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some off-warning pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. When you have the munchies, call munchies. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Miss the show where we talked mental health with clinical psychotherapist Dr. Dwayne Buckingham. And I'm glad you mentioned depression and post-traumatic stress because, yes, you're correct. They are two very common problems that people deal with, but they also seem to be problems that people don't normally take very seriously as well. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. I treat people who actually, not necessarily at a, at a severe level, I treat people at, at all levels. And, and what I hope is that most individuals will get help before it becomes severe. For the major two criteria that are typically present in someone who's suffering from depression is hopelessness and helplessness. I'm definitely a Christian man, but we have a tendency to go to church and we don't necessarily get professional help. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insights shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. 
You're tuned in to the Feeding Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I know you are enjoying our interview with Holly and Tamia Jackson, a mother and daughter dynamo. Let's get back into this inspirational interview. Well, I, I again, am very happy to have both you and your mom on the show with us on tonight. I know those that are listening are truly inspired by um, your your both of your stories um, and and what you've shared with us so far. I know um, knowing you both again, I truly believe that um, you are definitely uh, very inspirational women indeed and uh and god is just truly blessing uh holly blessing your family as a whole and i'm glad that tamia talked about her art because that's a great segue into um one of the main reasons why we've had uh them on the show with us on tonight um tamia is uh, a very accomplished artist even though she's still in high school and um, she has done something I think that is truly noteworthy and truly remarkable so I want Tamia to share with us uh, some of the things she's done uh, with her art and what uh, she's been recently recognized for uh, with a very special painting I believe she did with uh, a competition with the Detroit Institute, uh, Institute of Art so share with our listeners what 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 that's all about, Tamia. Okay, so um, as I stated before, um, art is basically my life. I love it so much, and I um like totally geek out anytime like I get new art supplies. So like I really do enjoy it, and it, as I say, it really makes me happy. So um, this year um, I was in advanced art and um, advanced placement art. So I had two art classes this year. Because last year uh, I had, it was the first time I had like a proper art class because um, everyone takes art when they're like um, in middle school. But this was the time I actually had a proper art class with um, in the proper setting. So it really helped me advance in my technical skills. Um, so I remember we all did portraits last year as our final, and my teacher, she told me she wanted me to be in AP art, um, so she told me to start a painting, uh, a new portrait over the summer, so I was wondering who should I do, uh, what type of uh, um, medium should I use and everything, so then um, I remember one day my sister, she just sent us a picture of her in our group chat because she's really into photography and I really really liked it and um she said hey can you paint me and um I just like the position I liked the way her hair was and um I said yeah so um I got on my sketchbook and I started sketching and I would see how the proportions work and everything and then um I bought some canvases and I started sketching out the um, piece on the canvas so I worked on it for a while during the summer and then I stopped because um, I had work and I was starting to get back into school. So then I started the painting up again in November or December of last year 
And um, my teacher had informed me that there was um, this competition, the uh, DPSCD student exposition for the Detroit Institute of Art, and they have it every year. And literally hundreds of people from grade K through uh, high school uh, all put in their art for this competition. So um, I remember working on it at home, at school. I worked on it for countless hours just to make sure I got the skin right and make sure I got the um, hair right and uh, all the colors and the background was um, the way I wanted it to be. Um, I remember the day before uh, it was due, I was still trying to hurry up, but um, I still got it done. I still sent it in, and um, I got word back um, that I had gotten the highest honor because technically it's not a contest. So, um, but there are pieces that are selected to be in the DIA, and then there are pieces that are promotional pieces, and the promotional pieces is like the highest honor you can get um, for it because your art displayed on the website, on the Instagram, social media. So what I got um, was the highest um, promotional piece offering. So I got the poster, and basically what that meant was it was printed on a big old poster once you walk in. And um, it was printed on, like, literally hundreds of posters. And it was um, such a tremendous experience, especially when I went there uh, and they called my name, and I was super happy. I got so many compliments, um, especially about the hair. And I really enjoyed doing the hair, even though um, it was tough. That's, it, was, it is definitely one of my favorite parts of it. And um, I just remember being so happy because uh, – like I accomplished something so great. The one of the funny stories about this whole thing is that Tamia said, "Mom, you know I've never actually been to the DIA," and I said, "Are you serious? I mean, out of all of the field trips you guys take in, um, you know, uh, take take in school, elementary school, you've never been?" And she said, "No. Like my my art made it to the DIA before I did." I said, okay, so when we went, um, actually her first time going to the DIA was when we went to the actual ceremony for for the art piece. So so her art piece was already being displayed in there for, uh, for, for a couple weeks before that even happened. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, what a tremendous honor. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I'll just say I want to go back again because the DIA is so big. Um like, obviously, I didn't get to see everything, but I did uh, see my art display, and it was, it was, it just made me feel so happy and so um, overjoyed and accomplished, because um, I know that this is just the beginning, honestly, uh, so I'm very proud of myself for um, pushing through, even though it was very stressful, and um, I'm glad that I was able to have such a great opportunity um, and to just, like, have an actual piece of my and the art museum. Um, the DIA being, like, one of the biggest art holders in the U.S., so that was also, like, a really awesome thing, so... And then also, I, I believe it's awesome, too, because on the hundreds of posters of her art piece, it's everywhere now. So we have people that we don't even know that actually has this art piece done by Tamia, which is a portrait of my other daughter. 
hanging up everywhere. And even the um, the um, school that Timmy used to go to, David Ellis Academy West, um, um, she did give the art teacher there, Mr. Hunter, By- Byron Hunter, a poster. So now that's hanging up there too in in his um in his art classroom. So I just think that that's an honor to be able to have this piece out there for hundreds of people to be able to enjoy. And 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 a a, a few people actually um were able to get get it autographed by her as well because they were coming up to her asking for an autograph and stuff. So that was kind of cool too. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was giving out your autograph on uh, something that you did. And, uh, again, we are so proud of you and uh, and what you've accomplished. And we know that this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It's the tip of the iceberg uh, for you. Now, uh, tell us, is the piece still on display at the Detroit Institute of Art? No, the exhibition ended um, on May 13th, but... Uh they're going to mail it back to me, so I'll get the original piece eventually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, it's still displayed on the website. Um, I'm not sure if there are any posters left, but um, I also did get a poster with um, a plaque in the middle and everything. So That is truly awesome. That is truly awesome. Um, I... Um, we have posted a picture, uh, posted a photo of that on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. For those who have not seen it, it is tremendous. Uh, photo uh, is a tremendous painting of her sister. Um, and what's the painting called again? Um, it is called Pensive. Pensive means to think deeply, and um, I thought of that because the um, the way I painted the background, it seems. Uh, it's coming, it's a, a gradient, so it's going from light to dark, and um, it's like it's radiating, radiating off of her, and the way she's, like, looking down with her hand on her um, face, it seems like she's in a um, deep thought, and um, I call it tensive to let it um, be whoever, uh, let whoever, I let it, oh, okay, because um, it can be open for interpretation. So um, she can be thinking about literally anything um, deeply. It can be something happy, sad, but just her serious expression um, can uh, have uh, many different meanings according to the eye. So um, that's another reason why I caught it pensive. Wow. And, and, you know, the sign of a true artist is not just the painting itself, but the fact that she's given the painting a name and a name that's very sophisticated i mean pences and it you know it's it's you know has uh it it's it's very deep so um that that's the sign of a true artist right there <laughs> um absolutely right right so she's given the painting a name and a name that you kind of have to uh, figure out, you know, what what does that mean, and you know, how is that uh, interpreted in the in the painting? But uh, you know, you know, I'm sure those who have seen it and those that will see it uh, will definitely say that it is a phenomenal uh, painting indeed. And uh, uh, we uh, 
you know, again, we this I, I believe that this is um, the beginning of uh, of a, a very successful art career. Um, and speaking of that, you know, uh, tell us what are some of your uh, future aspirations in art? What are some things that you would like to do? Um, you know, you uh, at 17 years old have had a painting of your own in the Detroit Institute of Arts, which uh, is a tremendous ac- accomplishment at your age. So, um, you know, you're already you're already on a career path. So, talk a little bit more about what you would like to do. Um, you know, with your artistic talents. So. Um the first thing I'm doing, I'm going to one of the best art schools in the world, uh, Rhode Island School of Design. It's a private school with, like, less than 3,000 students, but I'm very excited because they um, are very recognized. A lot of famous people have come from there, like James Franco, Seth MacFarlane. Um, they have graduated from RISD, and um, so that's one of the um, – educational steps I will be taking because I want to go into animation and um, they have a very, very good animations program and um, they'll have the tools and the um, the technology, the faculty to help me achieve um, the thing. So I will be uh, getting my bachelor's in fine arts for film, animation, and video. And um, I'm really excited about that major because um, I was battling between three schools because I got accepted into my top three schools. So I was wondering which one would be the best fit for me. So I ended up choosing RISD because of the um, major because, as I said, I want to go into animations. And I also want to go into directing. So um, the film and learning how to shoot things and um, make a script and uh, just um, everything behind the scenes, really, because that's what I really love and I really appreciate. I love the behind the scenes, especially the hard work you put into it just to see the final result. Um, and that's what an artist is. That's what they do, like, all the behind-the-scenes work. But at the end, it's something that I miss with it. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Mr. Show, featuring today's TMJ4 news reporter, Lauren Winfrey. Lauren, tell us what advice would you give a young person that may be listening to us on tonight uh, that is interested in going into broadcast journalism? Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. Well, I would tell them that um, if you want to do something, you know, make a plan and, and go after it. There are a lot of naysayers out there. There are a lot of people who will say what you aren't qualified to do, but again, what is for you is for you. And I think that if you really want to do something, don't let uh, anyone deter you from doing that thing. I wouldn't let the opinions of others deter you. You can't let that stop you. You can be Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with the IRS? 
call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Hey, what's up? This is Holly Jackson. And this is Tamia Jackson. And you are listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Mike Nimmons out here blessing the airwaves and the community with positivity. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Have you purchased Michael Nimmons' new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. What's up fam, it's Pastor Mike Nimmons of the Thinking Out Loud radio show And if you want to be empowered, if you want to be inspired, if you want to be motivated, if you want to be uplifted Then you need to listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show We have great interviews, great guests, great discussion And you empowered and inspired all in the same show That's why you need to tune in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show Tuesdays at 8pm on Blog Talk Radio That's blogtalkradio.com slash thinking out loud radio Or check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn and now on iHeartRadio It's the best alternative to whatever you're listening to Guaranteed Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our interview with mother and daughter duo Holly and Tamia Jackson. Let's hear the conclusion of this dynamic interview. Well, I know you guys are enjoying our interview with Two remarkable women, Holly and Tamia Jackson. I know I am. Tremendous uh, stories and uh, very inspirational uh, people. I'm just enjoying talking to them and listening and hearing from them about some of the things that they're doing. And Tamia is just doing some amazing things uh, in the field of art. And uh, we truly believe that you are um, a artist. Uh, uh, in the making, uh, we we see it, uh, and you're going to be starting 
uh, at Rhode Island uh, De- uh, School of Design in September? Yes. Wow. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. I want you to make sure you keep us posted on all of your uh, comings and goings and what you're doing uh, in the field of art um, and just uh, what you're doing in general. Um, I just truly believe that this is the start of something big. You know, as we get ready to wrap this interview with uh, Holly and Tamia Jackson, Holly, I want you to tell us uh, some of the things that your other children are doing as well. You just have a talented family. Uh, you know, if you follow Holly on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, you're always seeing uh, pictures of this and pictures of that. And uh, so, Holly, share with us, uh, share with our listeners some of the other things that your children uh, are doing uh, as well. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll start from the oldest. Uh, working on down. Um, Najida, she is 22 years old. Um, she had attended um, Western Michigan University, um, and right now she is um, working full time at the Word Network as um, as a production um, uh, coordinator. And uh, uh, my second oldest, Jayla, um, she is at Michigan State. Go Spartans. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so um she uh her uh major is um theater and film. Um so she's doing uh wonderful there. She actually um uh has been in a couple of productions that were um that were widely acclaimed up there, um, with her first one being with um actor, activist um, and rapper David Banner. That was her first production that she was in a couple years ago, and then she was in another production at um, Michigan State um, just in um, just uh, in February um, this, this this year. So um, she's doing great and awesome things as well. Um, Tamia, we know that she's headed over to Rhode Island. This will be my first child going to school out of state. Um, so even though I'm a little nervous, I am proud and excited for her and everything that she's going to do in the future. Um, Tyreek, her uh, twin, will actually be graduating next year. So um, um, he has aspirations of being in law enforcement and, and also owning his own business. Um, so um, he is is uh doing that and doing very well in school he is he is in the top um uh at his high school as far as with testing and you know and just being a great fine student there every time i go the principals and everything are like we just love your son you're doing a great job um and uh gwendolyn uh gwendolyn is uh 11 years old. I almost forgot. It's so many of them, Mike. I, I, um, um, Gwendolyn um, attends David Ellis Academy West in Redford, and she is doing awesome as well. She is an inspiring um, um, actress and singer and dancer, um, and um, so um, she, you know, does a lot of the plays and productions at the church, and she goes on many um, auditions and everything um, from things like TV shows and movies. And um, 
So, um, you know, just, just having her and those, those type of things. I like to keep my children busy um, and not sitting idle. You know, we have to do something outside, uh, outside of school, and also um, they have to have something that they're doing inside of the church as well. And Aaliyah is six years old, and we're just trying to see where 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 she's going. I know that she's a feisty, funky little girl. Um, so so I'm quite sure whatever she is, she's going to be a boss. Period. <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is that she chooses to do, she is definitely going to be a boss because she is that already at six years old. So I'm proud of all of them, and I'm excited to see where they're going, and I'm excited for the world to see where they're going to go. And I always have told them from little babies how, 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 how great they're going to be. I will always tell them to be great, don't be ordinary, whatever you're going to do, do it on a grand scale because there are people that are looking to be inspired out here. And I want all six of them to be able to inspire people in this world because it is greatly needed, greatly needed. Well, I certainly am excited for you both because uh, you are two tremendous women. And, um, you know, I just know that God has got some great things in store for you um, individually and for your entire family. And I want to thank you for carving out some time to be with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We truly, truly appreciate it. I know our listeners uh, have appreciated you being on the show with us on tonight. Uh, I, again, wish you nothing but success in the days and weeks and months and years to come. Uh, Please keep us posted on all of your success because we know the best is yet to come. God bless you both. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Miss the pre-Mother's Day show where we were live and host Michael Nemitz talked about his new book, Vision, and gave away a Mother's Day basket. I'm glad that you've tuned in to another edition, this special Mother's Day edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, we are live. That's right. Catch it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and now on iHeartRadio. This is a special show, not just for Mother's Day. It is a special show for us uh, because our new book, Vision, is available. There's a war that's going on within our members that keeps us sometimes from realizing our goals and realizing our visions because we are seeing things with the wrong set of eyes. Woo, I just said something there. Got the munchies? Call Munchie! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchie! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchie! If you want some mouth-watering pizza and wings? Call Munchie! Call 206-256-1111. 
248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. Where you have the munchies called munchies. Enjoy the show? Leave a comment on the Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash radio show. Share the episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Facebook about it. Tweet about it. Instagram about it. Make the show a part of your weekly routine. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's time, 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 thoughts for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought, 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 Thought of the Week. In today's thought of the week, we would like to offer a response to Attorney Jeff Sessions' misuse of scripture as it relates to the unjust immigration policies of this U.S. government. In Matthew 25, 42-46, by virtue of Jesus' expression of his earthly needs, he gives us a prescription of how we are to treat our fellow man. Jesus tells us in Matthew 25 and 42, for I was a hunger, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick, and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hunger, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison? did not minister unto thee. Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Jesus himself is an immigrant. Migrating from city to city, spreading the love he himself embodied. Dr. King describes the obscurity with which Jesus lived in his famous drum major instinct sermon saying, He was born in an obscure village, the child of a poor peasant woman. He worked in yet another obscure village as a carpenter until the age of 13. He didn't have much never owned a house, never had a family, never wrote a book, 
never visited a big city, never traveled 200 miles from the place where he was born. He did none of the things that this world would associate with greatness. He had no credentials but himself. Jesus' impoverished childhood looks very similar to the thousands of refugees that come to this country looking for a better opportunity. And despite how Jesus was treated, this is not how he would prefer his precious children to be treated. In fact, in another passage, Jesus rebuked his own disciples for mistreating any one of his precious little ones. He says, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of heaven. So Mr. Sessions, Jesus, who is our heavenly father, does not support you or your boss's approach to handling what he calls the least of these. In fact, according to Matthew 25, 42, Jesus is offended by this. Those who do not have the means or the resources to do better for themselves, we who are his children are supposed to extend to them the love of Jesus Christ. And when you don't do it to the least of these, you've also not done it unto me. America, a nation which considers itself a Christian nation, whose constitution was crafted after Judeo-Christian values, this is the antithesis of those values. How can we continue to consider ourselves a country where in God we trust is one of our prevailing slogans and we continue to mistreat the least of these? And as much as they might be considered the least of these by most standards of economics, they are immensely invaluable to the Father who loves them just the way they are. God's love does not discriminate based on color, economics, ethnicity, gender, or culture. In fact, I'm reminded of the chorus of a song we used to sing when I was a child that embodies the true message of God's love. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. Give Holly and Tamia Jackson a shout out uh, for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. We truly enjoyed your interview and your testimony. And we want to give a big shout out to the entire Jackson family, to Najada, Jayla, Tariq, Gwendolyn, and Aaliyah. Thank you guys for sharing your mother with, with us on tonight. We know God's got some great things in store for you. Well, next week we have another great show for you featuring Rochelle Mann of Man Made Productions. She is an entrepreneur par excellence, a great example of female empowerment. She's doing big things in media and marketing as the creative director for the Super Bowl Gospel Celebration. 
We had a great conversation about the NFL, the protests, Snoop Dogg, and more. You definitely don't want to miss this interview next week. And it will also be our 48th show, so we're only two shows away from the Big 5-0. So stay tuned. And thank you again, all of you who listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, all of our Thinking Out Loud radio show listeners for all of your support. We truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you for posting on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever you post our messages about our radio show. We truly appreciate you and we truly believe This is the best alternative to whatever you're listening to, guaranteed. Well, until next time, when we're talking with Rochelle Mann of Man Made Productions, always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, then you can be it. If you can be it, then you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got. Get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a thinking out loud radio show partner. Send an email to thinking out loud radio show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.